0: So uh, the title is The Key of Being Healthy. I think everyone in this building and also online, you want to be healthy because we want to have a good and solid life, right? But when we speak about the key to being healthy, it's not one answer. It's a very complex uh, topic actually because there's a lot of things involved about what what I eat and about how I rest and uh, about the food and about the work and everything. It's very complex. But for me, what I love about the topic is You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Do you know that? That means the Holy Spirit dwells and lives in you. And I hope the Holy Spirit is happy to be in you. Can I hear an amen? I hope he's happy to live inside of you. That means for me, I want to be the best version of me, that the Holy Spirit can work strongly through my life. And not only that, Jesus Christ said, the same power that rose Christ from the dead lives in you and me. That means an amazing transforming power. And Jesus said, when he leaves earth, we will perform bigger miracles than he did. Isn't that amazing? That means every day when you go to your small group or every week, when you pray for these sick people, boom, chocolate, they're healed. This is pretty normal, amen? <laughs> I don't speak about what reality I just speak what the word of God is saying actually. And sometimes a big gap between what we experience and what God is saying. But the Bible says, before Christ returns for the second time, the word of God will be spread and teached around the world. And I thought, how can that be? I think coronavirus is a good uh, role model actually because you can find coronavirus all over the world. Even in the most forest place, there is now corona. Is it right? That means if corona has this possibility to do this, What's about the Word of God? I think God can do the same thing. And how can we share the Word of God? Very simple, through social media. I do it right now. A clip It's past the Leo. I shoot it. And then people in China, oh, look at the Leo. Oh, it's a Rick. And it got saved. And a whole nation of China, 1.3 billion people got saved. It's pretty easy. That means social media and online is a huge blessing, right? Why i mentioning this. Because we are the salt and light of this earth and we want to share the good news to Christ, to everyone. Here are some very cool innovations like Netflix, liverando.de is from from Germany, Instagram, Twitter, Amazon, Tinder, and like it, link it in, and I hope you are not on Twitter, uh, Tinder, no, no, you're not, right? No, we are church, no, we are not. Just other people, but not, not you, right? Isn't it amazing that all of those things is a, in one way a blessing, right? Right? It simplified our lives, right? I don't have to go shopping anymore because Amazon shops for me. I'm very happy. But what is the flip side? The flip side is Netflix is laziness. Livrando.pt is gluttony. Instagram is envy. If you want to be envy, go on Instagram. Twitter is anger. Amazon is greed. Tinder is lost and linked in its pride. With other words, we, it's a huge blessing in one way, right? But the flip side is also a big challenge. What is the link to being healthy? This smartphone brought a new speed of communication, a new speed of news and all of things. And I think we are overwhelmed with so many news and so many stuff actually. And Mother uh, Corinne de Boom said, the devil cannot make us bad, he will make us busy. She said, the devil make us busy. How in the world is this possible? Microsoft, they did a study and they figured out that 77% of all people, if you're waiting on a bus station for the bus and the bus is coming in four minutes, you know what 77% of people are doing? You take out the smartphone because it's too boring to wait four minutes, right? That means it's one way a blessing, but another means we are overwhelmed with so many news and we have to question, God, why you you don't talk to me anymore? There's too much stuff in us and we're not able to hear God's voice anymore. The devil is not stupid. He's very smart, slowly a little bit more and more and more and all of a sudden, the blessing becomes actually to a challenge or even though to a curse. That's why we started some weeks ago, this amazing series about faith, our relationships, health, resource, and also our work. And we wrote a book about it with our volunteers. It's a volunteer book actually. And this has six different topics of well rested, well nurtured, moving well, feeling well, good balance and good habits. Because my goal is for you, as a small group of online church and the uh, micro church, you take time if your small group and you ask yourself the question: If I give a zero to a ten, and you elevate actually the points, is the question: Is there are some areas in your life where you can grow actually? In terms of my health, I give myself a five. Why a five? I have a potential. It's true. It's not a six-pack, it's a one-pack, but beneath the one-pack is a six-pack. Can you see in faith a six-pack? I can see it. How can you be healthy? Point number one, I can become healthy. Find divine rest. I think this is a word for the season because we are a super busy generation, actually. And we have to find the rest of god again in hebrew chapter 4 verse 10 and 11 for anyone who enters god's rest also rests from their works just as god did from his let us therefore make every effort to enter that rest check this out there is an effort doesn't say it's easy to find the rest no you have to find To come to a place where you hear God's voice, where you feel rested, it's a struggle, it's a fight, and the devil is not stupid. He knows exactly how to keep us super, super busy. I want to talk about when Jesus is saying, when he leaves earth, we will perform bigger signs and miracles than he did. And let's think for a moment, how has Jesus lived uh, his lifestyle actually? And here's a word you find in the New Testament all the time is the word Eremos. And Eremos starts actually in Matthew chapter 4, verse 1. And if you are a Christian, you heard that story many, many times. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted. I don't want to speak about temptation. I want to speak about this word. Wilderness means in the Greek, Eremos. Eremos has a meaning of desert, desert, not desert, desert, a desert place, a lonely place, a quiet place, and a wilderness. And the fault of all those words, what is the word for us in the year 2022? I think it's a quiet place, a place without smartphone, a place where you're not sitting there for three minutes because my spam, if I watch a video clip, my spam is two minutes and 30 seconds with double speed. <laughs> is there anyone who can relate? To? If a clip goes longer than three minutes, I'm out. That means a quiet place where you sit for more than a half an hour and you not get bored. You're able to hear God's voice. You see, the same word, eremos, actually, also by the disciples. Jesus said, go out into the world, preach the gospel, heal the blind people. The, the disciple came back and said, Jesus, it's amazing. We prayed for the sick people, and they're healthy now, and they're healed now. And even the dead people, they were super excited. Like, if you're going to a small group, say, hey, guys, I prayed for my neighbor. He got saved. He's healed now. Are you flipping out like this? Yeah. Wow. You know what I'm talking about? This is what you experience every Monday, right? You're so excited, it works. And then Jesus said, calm down. Disciples in Mark chapter 6 verse 31. He said to them, chill the rabbit, calm down. What's the matter, really? He was a party crasher. (laughs) Calm down, he said. Come with me by yourself to a quiet place and get some rest. Jesus saying the Greek word for quiet place is eremos. Guys, you need now eremos. You need now a quiet place. Why in the world a quiet place after some breakthroughs and miracles and also revival power in the air? Jesus could say, go on. Now the door is open, share the word of God. This is a Ramos." I no, 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 no. Now you read Eremos. Why Eremos? Don't never allow the success to get into your head. And never allow, actually, defeats sink into your heart. I want to repeat, never allow your success to get into your head but never allow the defeats to sink into your heart. Because Jesus is saying, if you live from that revival moment, you miss the point and you get really sick. It's one thing when Jesus is saying to you like, go and find the rest. How many times you heard the voice of God, but you were not happy, you were not agree, and you haven't followed according to what Jesus said. You know what I'm talking about? But they were obedient actually. In verse 32, so they went away by themselves by themselves without Christ, in a boat by a solitary place. The word solitary place is written in the Greek, "eremos." They were alone in a place where they realized we need actually the focus that God is my dwell. God is my fountain and God is my power and God is my source. I'm not sure if you are after success, you know what we do? We celebrate, we do party. We have a lot of things. We shoot some emails and tweets on Facebook and about all those things. She said, no, 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 Eremos. Eremos is the word for many people right now because you're too busy. You have too many informations and that's the point you are not able to hear God's voice anymore, right? You see the word Eremos also in the life of Christ. In Mark chapter one, verse 35. Very early in the morning. How many times I heard that Bible verse? Very early in the morning. Good Christian gets up very early in the morning. At least you pray one hour. This is a a Bible verse for the early birds. Is there any early birds here for you? It's no big deal. What's about those people? You know, early birds. It's like a killer. But every early early in the morning, like every early bird, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place, very prayed. The word solitary place means Eremos. He went to a place alone. <clears throat> and I read that. I know I don't like the Bible verse because it's it's like boring. Early in the morning, it's dark. You pray for one hour, no smartphone, no Twitter, no Facebook, nothing. I don't get it. But I read what Jesus did the day before, if you want to go into Bible study, always read what is before and what is after. And what is the context? The context was the day before Mark chapter 135, I wrote down a day in the life of Jesus before. He got up early that day as well. He taught in the synagogue, the word of the Lord. Then he healed Peter's mother-in-law over lunch. He chicken curry, and beside he healed Peter's mom. Can you imagine how much atmosphere, how much joy was in the house? And after the lunch, he healed all the sick people. They came, they lined up, and they healed them. And then they cast out some demons. That's actually not easy. And then he went to bed very early, very late, and he was super tired. And the next morning, after, he experienced revival. The disciples came, Jesus, come to the town. People are waiting and talking. Revival is in the air. Now come, bring the people to the kingdom of God. And Jesus said, mmm. Eremos. He said, no, I need time with my God because I will never allow that success gets into my head. And I will never allow that defeat sinks into my heart. And that's a word for the season because many, many people, you're struggling because you're fighting with success and also with defeats. Anchor your soul in Jesus Christ in an amazing way. I want to share the last uh, 15 minutes with my team. How do we find rest? Because I believe that 80% of all the sickness, if you ask a doctor around the world, they will say 80% of all the sickness happens because of the speed of life, too much communication and we are not in a position anymore where we can handle loneliness or a moment where it's boring. Do you know that innovation takes place in a moment where it's boring? There, innovation takes place. A lot of songs are written in a moment where it's boring. And we struggle in our generation to having a quiet moment. It's often, oh my gosh, that's boring. That's why we love smartphones. It's always something going on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. But what's about leaving that smartphone in a place and nothing is there and it's a quiet place? I wanna share with you uh, the point number one. Is how can I become healthy, find a divine rest, simplify your life. So this is my life when I go to bed, I love it. I said this morning, This uh, those people that are watching online, they're watching our message from the bed, right? And very early in the morning when my alarm clock goes off, I feel, oh my gosh. It's 6.30 in the morning. This is so early. And my body says, come up, Leo. And my spirit says, come on, you can do it. But my soul is saying, oh, I'm so tired. Why am I so tired early in the morning? I have too much things in my brain, in my head. And if you want to get up early in the morning, point number one is, and you, you, this is a lot of people that talk in the same thing, simplify your life. We have too much, too much dos, too many things going on. That's why we're struggling to get up early in the morning.
1: Yeah, and I'm always so touched and astonished how much that physical actions have impact in our spiritual realm or in our spiritual growth. Let's think about Isaiah 61 verse three. There it says, God gives us Pay attention, not falling down the stage. God gives us as um, beautiful clothes instead of a disheartened spirit. So I never thought that this beautiful clothes might be already in my cupboard. And I couldn't see them because maybe there were too many other clothes there that which I bought because I felt I had not enough. And so I was so astonished that doesn't matter where you start to making room, that affects always your spiritual growth. For example, I called my son and said years ago, you need to clean up your room. It looks very, very messy. When all of a sudden he had to do something on my computer, and then he said, mommy. How messy looks your desktop? And I was convicted and I started cleaning up my computer. But it wasn't that easy because I had some files. I was afraid of letting go because I was afraid that I one day will miss the content of it. But I was astonished that the same feeling I have of letting go and cleaning up the computer, making room on a computer years later was the same feeling when I had to let go of some thoughts, how I was thinking about God, how I was thinking, uh, how he loves me, how he treats me and so on. And I'm so impressed how much it has an impact on our lives. When we start making room physically, that could mean declutter your um, clothes or declutter your cupboard in the kitchen. For example, I was always so um, you know, pleased when I saw the cupboards in our vacation homes, different homes that we had over the years, because in the vacation homes, in the kitchen cupboard, there was um, very few dishes because they only had what you really need. While in my home, I had everything you possibly could need one time. And so I started to declutter my kitchen cupboard in order to create space, to make it light. And I'm so impressed how much impact this decluttering stuff has on my spiritual ability to create room for God.
2: What a beautiful device. I mean, so many tools in one place, right? It's a blessing, but something really started bothering me, you know, a couple of weeks back. And it's the fact that you take this thing to bed. And the first thing in the morning, you grab it and you walk out of your living room, sit on the loo with it. You know, you eat breakfast, you have it there. It's always with you all day till the last step in the morning, the first step. And that's really something that bothered me. And I told my wife, you know what? Let's order us two alarm clocks. Not as bad as this one, but it's still nasty and sound. It sounds really bad. It goes like beep and you want to hit it. But the great thing is I put the phone away at eight. So I have two to three hours at the end of the day without the phone. And it feels amazing. I go to bed without the chain, you know. I call this the chain sometimes. I stand up without the phone, I'm free. I sit on the toilet, I can think. And don't get dictated by the phone, you know. (laughs) Instinct, no. (laughs) And it feels great. Another thing that I do, I've been doing that for years now, I don't read the Bible from the phone. version is a great app. But to me, you know, it awakens the feeling like, like, a, like Instagram, like social media. Because people see what I read, I commend. you you see pictures, you highlight verses, and it makes you feel like you're a good Christian. But when I read the Bible, I wanna have intimacy with God and read it for myself and Him. And sometimes you wanna bang it on the table because you don't agree, you know? It's a joke. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that's something that really helped me to focus and to, you know, to be in the moment and get off this chain.
0: And it's a great thing, but it can also be bad. I hope you understand. Come on, let's Come give on. Uh, amazing. I hope you understand. Uh, when Jesus got up early in the morning, I read this. Do you think it's easy? No, it's not easy because I think we live in a generation. We have too many options. It's it's a blessing in one way, but also a curse in the other way, because we are so busy and our brain is so full that we're not able to hear God's voice anymore. People are wondering, yeah, if I'm doing the quiet time, yeah, it's really quiet. I cannot hear Jesus. No, He talks and He speaks, but our brain is, is occupied already. The point number two is slow down. It says, very early in the morning while Jesus was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house. He left the house. That means when I leave my bed, you know what the first thing usually what I do? I take the smartphone with me. Don't Google first in the morning. Google Jesus first. Don't Google first. Don't put your hands on your smartphone. No, take time first with Jesus. Don't read the newspaper first. Read the Bible first. Amen. Read the Bible first and get to know Jesus first early in the morning. Why I'm saying this this is one of my biggest struggles because when I got up early in the morning, oh my gosh, Pastor Michael, he sent me a text message. Woo-hoo! It blinks like Las Vegas. And I laugh when it blinks like Las Vegas. But the problem is, don't Google first, meet Jesus first. Don't read the newspaper first about the amazing coronavirus. Now read about that Jesus Christ is still in the lead and No virus can stop the kingdom of God and he's still the healer and he's still good
3: Simon uh, just share How can we slow down very practically? Yes We have uh, asked you on social media how you can slow down and you wrote a lot of things Slow down tips and I will share with you some of them first Go to, your, go to your bathroom without your phone. I mean, that's a good start. How, who, who is doing that, actually? No, I do that as well. The second one, don't look at your phone while driving. You, you, you're laughing, but it's so dangerous, I tell you. And I'm also doing that sometimes, and my wife, she really gets so angry if she sees that I'm doing that. Just stop that it's really really dangerous and uh, talking to myself breathing exercises You wrote me a lot about that and that's a really good point So here is how you can relax in two minutes. So sit uh, Comfortably on your chair table now we practice yeah Get yourself comfortable and it's very important that you uh, that you are concentrating on your feet put your feet firmly on the on the floor because if you are stressed out, you are very much in your head and you start to breathe very fast and that's not good. When you are concentrating on your feet, you are automatically starting to breathe down into your belly and that, listen, has a positive effect on your nerve system and your circulation and that's very healthy. So let's try to do it. You are ready for, a, for an exercise? All right. You uh, close your eyes. You're sitting on the, on the chair and you think you are on a slide. You, you breathe while you slide back. I can't hear you breathing. And you breathe out while you are going forward. And you do that for two minutes. You can do that at home or at work. And it's really, really helpful. I tried, I, I tried that this week several times. And for me... It was pretty hard to just sit there for two minutes. And that's pretty crazy, eh? So try to do that really at home for two minutes. It's really cool. So plan your week and your vacations well in advance. Who is planning his week? Who is doing that? I tell you, you should do that. It's really, really helpful. I do that Sunday evening, and then I... uh, Um, I I ask my wife if it's okay on Monday morning, so it's really, really helpful. Also, vacations, planning early in advance, so important. Arrive at the meeting too early instead of too late. Come on, that's a good one. I'm very good in that because I, I account the traffic jam. I always plan, oh, maybe there is traffic jam, and so I'm too early, maybe half an hour, but I'm never in a hurry in a traffic jam. Forest. It's not run for us, it's going to have a walk in the forest. And here in Switzerland, we have so beautiful forests, right? And you will see me nearly every day in the forest. It's so beautiful. And if it's rainy, people, if it's raining outside, you go into the forest. It's no rain there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You should try that. And so beautiful, nobody's there. can see your Netflix su- subscription. If you know that you should do that for a long time, I want to encourage you, be bold, just do it. You can do it right now on your iPhone. Put a limit, a time limit on your apps. Leo is, and, and also Dom is talking about that. It's really, really important to tame your iPhone. Continuously turn off your phone during your quiet time. Also a good one, and the last time, that's, that's, my, that's, my, that's mine. Take a nap. I love to take a nap. I tell you, after lunch, just for a half an hour, after that, I drink an espresso. Whenever it's possible, I do that. And that's so, so a good advice. All right, thank you very much for participating. Thank you, Leo. Simon. Woo. So I hope
0: you understand what this message, early in the morning Jesus got up. It's very important that you simplify your life. I think this is a very key thing right now for our generation. We have too many stuff. It's reduced to the max actually. The second thing when I get up, don't Google first, Jesus first, don't read the newspaper first. Make this as a habit in your life, that Jesus first and the Bible is first because God is a very uplifting God. And then I want to close, what is the message in the end of the day? Eremos means you're coming to a quiet place. And this is when I get up, I want to be really honest. I'm very tired, and I come to Jesus, but I often have my smartphone with me, you know, because my smartphone, beside my wife, I'm married with my smartphone, right? Because social media, they know how to fix you. And there's a plan behind it. They know exactly what, what to send you, that you are really fixed somehow and for me it's very important when i find a quiet place i let my smartphone go for one hour say goodbye don't worry i don't walk away i'm coming soon back just lean in (laughs) lean in i want to i want to explain you are more addicted than you think you are just put your smartphone one day away and you you are like oh my gosh my mom cannot reach me anymore but she's already in heaven. Well, my dad cannot reach me anymore, or he's also in heaven. You have a lot of excuses. Just do it one day and you will figure out how much the impact of a smartphone is in life. Smartphone is a a blessing. We can share the word of God around the world, but it's also a challenge and we have to handle social media and everything well. When I put the smartphone by side, in Hebrew chapter four, verse one, and I wanna read this Bible verse to you. God's promise of entering his rest still stands. So we ought to tremble with fear that some of you may fail to experience it. And I read that, I thought, oh my gosh, there is a battle going on that we find the rest with God. When I find the quiet place, I want to close what happens then. It's very simple. You are in the position to hear God's voice. You're saying, why you preached now half an hour to come to that point? That's the point. When you get up, often it takes so much energy to get to the position where you're able to hear God's voice. And what I do when my smartphone is not here anymore, I simplified my life. I take a journal book, choose to praise from ICF or also from the ICF College, a good book, and then I open a page. empty page and I say God here I am what is on your heart it's a new day it's a new beginning and new opportunities before I run into the day what's on your heart and then I close my eyes and you are in the position to hear God's voice if you're not able to hear God's voice simplify your life slow down Eremos, find a quiet place where you're able to hear God's voice. I know this is one of those messages, you know, going home and say, Oh my gosh, it was amazing. No, it's a kick in your butt message. And I do this by purpose. I tell you why. I read an article some days ago, and they said the coronavirus had a big impact in the global local church around the world. A lot of churches still lost so many people. I know some churches that had four services. They have now one service because people left the church. And I don't say that when people left the church they're not believers anymore. A lot of people they're watching online, of course, and online is also a new reality. But I think coronavirus is a message. Either you are a disciple of Jesus Christ and discipleship is your lifestyle. Getting to know Jesus, have this open book, is your lifestyle. If this is not your lifestyle, it's not cool to be a Christian anymore in our season right now, because people say, well, you're a Christian, what's wrong with you? Only those people that are really disciples, they say, yes, I'm a believer, I'm a Christian. I'm not Google first, I'm Jesus first. I'm not read the newspapers first, I read the Bible first, because the ba- Word of God is life. And I have seen a lot of people, not in the church anymore, and I don't say they're not Christians anymore, but the time is over where an LED wall, a little bit like good worship music is enough. Now it's not enough anymore. It's a season where I say, God, my lifestyle is I'm a disciple. And I open my book every day with an empty page. And I'm in the position, God, speak to me. I'm your servant. I'm your best friend, I surrender everything, what I own, what I have. Hey, thanks for watching.